We're going to read from Luke chapter 19, which can be found on page 1053 in the Red uh, Bibles. Uh, We do have Bibles in other languages as well, uh, and the page numbers for those are on the screen if you would like to have one. So we're going to read Luke chapter 19, verses 1 to 10. And after we've read that, we'll also have our drama group who will be coming to help us. But we're going to start by reading Luke 19, verse 1. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to the house, gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house. Because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. This is the word of the Lord. I'm going to hand over to Manny who has been uh, directing our drama group this morning. Even looks like a thespian. Thank you. So, hey, um, I'm Manny, and I've had a, a, a wonderful team of actors um, helping me put this drama together. Bear with us, this is our first time. Um, for many of us, this is our first big gig. Um, it's quite a big crowd, so if we make mistakes, just roll with it. It's fine. And when we try to do funny things, please laugh with us, because that will be encouraging. So, actors, take your positions. We shall be um, starting. Okay. This is Zacchaeus, and he is a tax collector. I am Zacchaeus, and I am the chief tax collector, and I love taxes. And today is tax day. Taxes, taxes. Come and pay your taxes. Taxes are so expensive these days. I wonder why they're so high. Oh, my gosh, I just hate paying taxes. Oh, again, taxes, they keep going up. Oh, taxes. Oh, when are we going to have to stop paying taxes? Oh, Mmm, so much money. One for the Romans, two for me. One for the Romans, four big ones for me. Mmm, I love taxes. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. Oh, look, it's Jesus passing through. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. I am, I'm so short. There's no way I'm going to be able to see Jesus. Oh, look, there's a tree. What's in that tree? Is that a pigeon? It looks like a pigeon. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a frog. Wait, wait a minute. That's a person. It's a really, really, really 
really, really short person. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. Zacchaeus, I would really like to stay with you today. Me? Really? So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. I cannot believe that happened. He's the man who cheats us of all of our taxes. How dare he? I'm offended. He's a sinner. I'm so offended. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I gave half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times their amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Yay, your money! The end. Well, the story is Zacchaeus. It's a challenging story. Uh, and I'm sure to many of us, it won't be unfamiliar. It's a story that's all about change. And in this story, we see three big changes. I wonder if you can spot them as we go through the story together now. Well, it's a big day in Jericho. And everyone's really excited. A special visitor is passing through town. There isn't anyone who hasn't heard of him. It's Jesus, the miracle worker. He can heal the sick. He can calm the storm. He can feed the thousands with five loaves and two fish. He can make the lame walk. He can walk on water. There isn't anyone who hasn't heard of him. And as is custom, many people have gone out from the town to meet him on the road, to walk him in, and to take him to the great banquet that's been prepared for this special visitor. And to add excitement to excitement, he's even healed a blind man on the way in. What else might we expect from him while he's here with us? Well, everyone's really excited, buzzing with anticipation for the day ahead. Everyone, that is, except for Zacchaeus. Or should we call him Zach? As you can see, Zacchaeus today is quite sad. It's not unusual for Zacchaeus to be sad, you see, because he doesn't have many friends. He hasn't for some time now, ever since he became a tax collector. Before the Romans came, Zacchaeus was just one of the people. But he struck a deal with the Romans to be in charge of taking all the money, taking the taxes. And so all he has to do is go around with his Roman guards, knock on people's doors, or maybe even set up a tax stall and take the money from the people. You see, they don't know how much he should be asking for, and so he can always add a little extra on to take some home for himself. And the people, when they see the soldiers, they don't dare refuse. They, they know he's a, th- a thief and a cheat, but there's nothing they can do about it. So they hate him. He's a no-good sinner, they would say. So Zacchaeus has learned to stay well back from the crowds, certainly when his Roman guards aren't around. So no, he's just staying in at home, uh, and because no one would want to go there anyway. They, th- they all think his house is defiled and unclean. You don't want to go to the house of a tax collector. And so no one wants to spend any time with him. No one wants to be his friend. And so most of the time, Zacchaeus is just sad like this. Well, I wonder if you've ever felt like Zacchaeus. I know I can certainly think of times when I have. Whether it's when I was at school and maybe no one wanted to play with me. They also wanted to play with all the other kids. 
Or maybe even at work now, when I feel a bit left out because I'm a Christian, and I don't feel like I can feel in, join in with some of those conversations people are having. Maybe even sometimes at church, dare I say it. I imagine at some point in our lives, we can all relate to how Zach might be feeling, whether that's through any fault of our own, like you might think it is for Zach, or not. Now today, Zach is especially sad because he too wants to go out to see Jesus. He's heard that he's a friend of tax collectors, but there's no way he can get anywhere near him. You see, Zach is a short man, really. He's four foot eleven, maybe. And there's no way he can see over the crowds. But not only that, but the crowds hate him. If he were to go out there and be recognized by the crowds, well, they'd lynch him and they'd have him. So he just sits at home feeling sorry for himself until he has an idea. I know, he says. I can go down that street, down that back street, get ahead of the crowds in the direction that Jesus is going, and I can climb that old sycamore tree. Now, who here is good at climbing trees? I thought we might have a few good tree climbers here today. Well, the thing about sycamore trees, sycamore trees have these great big low branches, which make them really easy to climb up into. And then when you're up there, they've got so many different leaves that you can just hide there really easily. And people find it really difficult to spot you. And of course, a tree with low branches is perfect for a short man like Zach. So that must have been why he chose it. But there's something particularly strange about this plan. You see, in Jericho, there are two things that rich, important men don't do. And that's run and climb trees. It's just not the done thing. People thought it was quite shameful. And so we see that Zacchaeus really wanted to see Jesus. And he really didn't want to be seen by the crowds. So, as Jesus and the crowds approach this sycamore tree that Zach is hiding in, you can imagine how he might have been feeling. His hand's getting a bit clammy as he's getting a bit nervous. Um, He's really excited to see Jesus and hear what he might be saying, but absolutely terrified that the crowds might see him and get him. So, the Bible tells us that uh, that when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and he spoke to Zacchaeus. He addresses him by name and he seems to know a lot about him. Was it another miracle, do you think? Some divine insight? Well, possibly. But the natural explanation is that the crowd has actually spotted him and they've started hurling insults at him. Look, it's Zacchaeus, the Jewish tax collector who takes all our money for himself and for the Romans. Well, it's not surprising then that when Jesus speaks, the crowd would have probably gone a deadly silent to hear what he's about to say. Zacchaeus... Is he going to curse him? Is he going to tell him that he's such a bad man? Earlier on in our service, uh, we had those pictures. uh, We had the the old woman and the young woman, the the number one on the dice and the spot. And some people thought they saw one thing, while others thought they saw something else entirely. Well, the crowds, when they see Zacchaeus, they see a cheat and a thief, a no-good sinner, someone who's unclean, and they hate him. But when Jesus sees Zacchaeus, he sees something else entirely. He sees a lost sheep that he's been searching for. He sees someone that needs to be found, and he loves him. And so he says, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house. Well, the crowd can't believe it. Jesus, the miracle worker we've been trying to welcome to this town, he wants to go to Zacchaeus' house. What about the banquet we've put on But no, Jesus wants to go to stay with Zacchaeus. And the crowd can't believe it. If he goes there, goes to Zacchaeus' house, it's unclean and defiled. 
Surely he's going to become unclean and defiled if he sits on his seats, eats his food, sleeps in his guest bed. What does he think he's doing? And suddenly, the crowd's attention and hostility is no longer aimed at Zacchaeus, but it's aimed at Jesus. The crowd who are just following him, treating him like a king, and now muttering about him. Oh, he's gone to be the guest of a sinner. And Zacchaeus, well, he can't believe it. No one has ever asked to go to his house before. All he's heard recently is insults and seen disapproving, angry looks. But not from Jesus. He wants to come to his house and be his friend. He wants to be his guest. And suddenly, for the first time in a long time, Zacchaeus is happy. Very happy indeed. So Zacchaeus comes down at once, scrambles down that tree, and he welcomes Jesus gladly. He takes Jesus back to his house for a banquet. And during this banquet, Zach gets an overwhelming urge to stand up and say something, to make a public announcement. He says, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay it back four times the amount. This is the tax collector, who's normally taking more money than he should. He's now just giving it away. If you want to challenge this afternoon, you might want to try and work out what percentage of Zacchaeus' wealth would have had to be cheated money for him to be making himself bankrupt. Remember, he's giving half away to the poor, and he's paying back four times on anything he's cheated. But whether you're good at maths or not, we can see that Zacchaeus is clearly giving away a lot of money here. It's going to cost him. Has he gone mad? Well, thankfully, Jesus is on hand to explain exactly what's happened. And he says, today, salvation has come to this house because the Son of Man, that's Jesus, has come to seek and save the lost. This is a story that's all about change. And there are three big changes which occur in this story. Did you spot them? The first change was a change in Jesus' plans He was meant to be passing through Jericho, but when he saw Zacchaeus, he changed his plans and he went out of his way to go to Zacchaeus' house. Why? Because Jesus is on a mission to seek and to save the lost. Change number two, we see a complete change in the attitude of the crowds. They loved Jesus, they were treating him like a king, but when they saw what he was doing, they became hostile to him. Why? Because Jesus offered friendship to someone that they thought didn't deserve it. And when Jesus did this, the attention and hostility that were on Zacchaeus shifted onto Jesus. It was a costly thing for Jesus to do. And we see, change number three, we see a complete change in Zacchaeus' ways. He used to take more money than he should. He's now giving it away. He's giving away more than he stole in the first place. He's not just stopping to do evil. He's not just stopping sinning. He's actually actively doing good. Why? Because Jesus saw him differently. He saw him as a lost sheep that needed to be found. Because Jesus showed him costly love. And now Zach can't help but want to mirror that costly love which Jesus has shown to him. It's a story that's all about change. And particularly about a change in someone's life that's brought about by an encounter with Jesus. I remember when I first encountered Jesus, um, really seven years ago, I would say, probably 21, 22, and when I first really understood the costly love which Jesus has shown me, when I was 
lost, but Jesus found me and saved me. Of course, he didn't call me down from a sycamore tree. He died on a cross for me. And I remember that it changed my life and made me really want to show that same cost of love to, towards others. But all too often, I find myself losing that, that vision of sharing that love. I find the enthusiasm I once had to be dwindling and the, the wonder of the cross, which was once in my mind, to be fading away. And so this story of Zacchaeus and being reminded of Jesus' costly love for me, for the lost, for you, is just what I needed when I came to this passage. And seeing Zach's response, well, it's challenging, isn't it? Just to see how much Zach changed on account of an encounter with Jesus. Well, we're going to just spend a little bit of time now reflecting. Um, it's a chance to either speak to the person next to you or to just think uh, about this yourself. A few questions are going to appear on the screen. Um, you could just pick one um, or you could work your way through it quickly. So the band, I think, are going to play a little music and then they're going to lead us in our next song.